Welcome to the Homeschool High School Podcast, brought to you by SevenSistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. And I'm Vicki, and I am here with my youngest son, Seth. Hello. So today, Seth and I are going to talk about making the most about community college, because these days, a lot of homeschoolers are choosing community college for the first two years of college. And there are a number of reasons for that, but the number one reason tends to be financial. So talk about you choosing community college, Seth. Um, So when I graduated from high school, um, I didn't really know what I wanted to do moving forward. And four-year colleges and universities are a very big commitment uh, financially. Um, And I did not want to spend my the, my time right out of high school spending a lot of money and not being sure what I wanted to do. Um, so it made sense to me to instead go to a much cheaper uh, community college offering two-year degrees while I was figuring out what I wanted to do from there. And the cool thing about community college is you can get your general education courses out of the way because most of those, if you're careful, will transfer over to a four-year college. There are tricks to that, like uh, you look at their general education requirements at the community college and then look at the colleges that you may be interested in and check for what transfers over. So do you remember how we did that? Um, well, I don't honestly don't know that we really did. Um, Not ahead of time, did we? We no. kind of waited till late in the game. Yeah, well, because I didn't, I actually didn't really want to go where I ended up going right out of high school, but it worked out fine. Um, um, yeah, so I mean, what you can do is if you know, if you, well, so if you, if you know you want to stay local, just look at the colleges around there in your area, um, and they will have lists of, credits that can transfer from from anywhere. Um, So at the University of Delaware, where I'm going, they have this thing called the transfer matrix. um, And you basically just type in or um, you choose what college you are currently attending. um, And then they will list all of the um, classes that they already have listed that will transfer over. But um, even if it's not listed as a something that will transfer, you can still that doesn't necessarily mean that it's not going to transfer in the long run. Um, so when I was transferring from the community college to the four-year um, university, there were a number of classes that did directly transfer over, but there were also classes that I ended up being able to get transferred. You just have to do a little more work about it. Um, so you keep your syllabus from keep your keep your syllabus from all the classes that you take if you know you're going to try and transfer somewhere um because if you want to get the credit transferred and it's not already listed um you will have to send the advisor of the department for whatever course it is um at the four-year university you'll have to send them the syllabus from the community college um and any other information you can keep then there's a chance that you can still get that thing, get that course transferred over. Um, So even if it's not listed as something that's already going to automatically transfer, um, you can still sometimes get them transferred. So when you transferred over from our local community college to University of Delaware, you were able to appeal a couple of courses uh, because you had the syllabus and you were able to, to meet their requirements. Yes, yeah, well, and luckily, 
I I was not smart and did not keep all of my syllabi. Ah, uh, so so learn the learn from Seth's yeah struggles there. But it worked out fine because I was close with the professors with most of the professors um, that. I needed to get the syllabus from. Which segues perfectly to what we want to talk about today, which is making the most of those years at the community college. Because if you're going to community college, you may as well make it awesome uh, so that you're not just saving the money of going to the local smaller school, but also you are building your resume and networks and the, you know, the open doors for success in life. So can you talk about what made your, like, how did you get close with your professors that were happy to help you make those transfer credits happen? I had a very, uh, I feel, unique experience um, with that just because the department that I ended up in um, at the community college was very small. So sort of almost by default. Everybody I, knew everyone. Yeah, everybody knew everyone. Um, like the professor, the professor of most of my courses in the department was also the head of the department. Um, so it just, it worked out well. But I mean, I imagine... I imagine that that is at a community college that's more likely to be the case than anywhere else. So, so other people might have similar experiences as well. So, there, but part of your success was just the learning skills that you learned to be a good student, so that the professors didn't think that you were just this bad attitude kid sitting in the back of the classroom. Yeah. So that part of what makes a successful student is going to class every class, right. <laughs> which is a sometimes revolutionary idea to some college students, yeah. um, being on time for class, sure. sitting in the front of the class, sure. yeah. answering questions in the class, like class participation. Yeah. I mean, I would always try to pretty much, I would uh, try to raise my hand and say something at least once in every class, even if I didn't really have that much to add, just because if you if you talk, your professor is more likely to remember you, um, especially in the bigger classes. And that's that, you know, those things matter because if a professor has a good feeling about your attitude in class, he's more likely to open doors if you need a door open at some point. Right, yeah, well, and that was definitely the situation with me, yeah. So, t- so, you know, you just did the good student things. Sure. Yeah. And, and so while you were there, then you also did your work as a student in studying and preparing. So do you have any study skill, like absolute must that uh, you could pass on for kids who wanted to make the most of community college? I don't, I mean, honestly, I feel like by the time you have made it through high school, you know the way that you need to study um, or you should know the way that you need to study in order to do well at that point. Um, so, I mean, I, I know what works for me, um, but I don't think there are, I honestly don't think there are any universal um, things that you should do studying wise. So there's not just one right way to study. <laughs> sure. Yeah. You can fit it in that way. Yep. <laughs> so, but, but studying 
itself is it yeah well i mean yeah just do it just yeah, study yeah. yeah do 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 the readings that are assigned um do the homework that is assigned and i mean that's always worked for me so yeah the, i mean this sounds so basic but i work so much with college students and very often what kids do once they are on their own and they don't have a a parent breathing down their neck if they're homeschoolers or a high school teacher breathing down their neck they don't know how to motivate themselves on their own. And so to know that, you know, the teacher hands you a syllabus at the beginning of the semester and you follow the syllabus and do the assignments and the readings that are on there. And then it helps you to study well and get a good grade. Yeah. Oh, actually, I have something I want to say about syllabus. Because in high school, syllabus means something different than it does in college. Ah, um, explain that. I mean, this isn't a, really a big deal. Um, you'll figure it out almost automatically. But yeah. it was, uh, it was, uh, it was a shock to me. Um, so they'll give you a syllabus, which is basically what um, most of what comes from whatever institution, like all of their uh, academic honesty policies and stuff. Um, and it'll show you like the breakdown of how the course is graded. Um, so it's not actually. Um, it's not actually the schedule of what is due when. Even even at community college. Yep. Mm-hmm. They give you a syllabus and they give you a schedule. Uh, of course, they, they call it a course schedule, something else. Um, but the syllabus is just how uh, the course is graded. And so what it's going to cover. so you get two different things: a syllabus and a course schedule, and you follow the course schedule for assignments and readings. Right, and sometimes the syllabus will have like. Um, explanations like if there's a big paper due in the class or if there are projects it'll have explanations of that but it won't have when it's due that's good to know yeah, yeah. so I mean you'll figure yeah. that out pretty you'll figure that out once you get handed the papers but all right so you you use some basic just to be a good student skills mm-hmm. I remember one time you were telling me one of the skills for being successful in college is to actually go to bed and get some sleep yeah yeah uh, Sometimes people would uh, just sort of, I mean, jokingly be like, I don't, I don't, I don't know how um, you always seem like you have everything together. And I'm just like, well, I go to bed at a reasonable time most of when I can and try to get eight hours of sleep. Like it's a, it's so a I'm not running around exhausted all the time. Yeah. Because you think more clearly if you have enough sleep. I guess so, yeah. So, okay. One of the, the things that you made the most of community college with was getting involved yeah and so can you just give some examples of some things that you did while you were there sure um so i ended up in the music department at the community college um and again it was a really small department um because it's a community college because it's a community college um and I was one of the, I was, I think I was the only one of the vocalists who also played an instrument like the guitar. Um, so pretty much I got offered a gig um, to go play music for three hours at an art gallery um, for $30. Um, and, and that was through the professor and, yeah, that so, ran the department. Yeah, the professor yeah. gave the the so local uh, when with music 
departments and things and local businesses if they need musicians they will reach out to the local music departments um and i was um so the so the the this professor gave whatever business it was um my name um and that sort of started when you when you do one when you do one thing then other people hear about you um and the more people you meet and interact with and work with um the more likely your name is to be given when something like this happens and the, the, i mean this is very this is really specific to the 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 gigging economy um so i don't know how like i don't know if this would apply in like engineering or something like that but it definitely does for more arts related things but i know in because community colleges are small and so the classes are small and you will see the same teachers often over and over again if you're one of the students that shows interest in the class you know pays attention to the teacher isn't on the cell phone all class long uh, participates does the work shows up that if there is an opportunity they will find the students that have been that kind of student and ask them to participate and participating in an opportunity whatever the department may be uh, is kind of a number one thing to do at community college and also college college right oh yeah yeah so just being active and involved makes richness of experience builds resume um kind of opens doors for the next things yeah the more things that you can say yes to that and the or more opportunities that you can take the more that you, you'll keep on getting more um if you if you if you take them up so yeah and the more the more you build that resume have those experiences then the easier it gets oh definitely yeah and uh, and like I just said, builds the resume. Like you know, you at this level in college have a pretty thick resume in your field, which is a nice thing. Oh, definitely, yeah. So in in any major, you're going to have that. Now, music is nice because it's uh, especially at our community college, they're very into community music, and the the businesses and organizations do come to the school and say, hey, can you find us a vocalist or a guitar player for this event or that. So what are some of the other things that you got involved with there at the community college? Well, one of the, one of the professors, um, two of the professors actually, were involved in local music academies where they offer private lessons. And I, after, I guess it was getting towards the end of my second year, um, one of the professors was leaving that job and they gave the business my name um, to sort of take their place, which was a really big shoes to fill. Um, <laughs> but um, so I got that. And then at about the same time, one of my other one of my other professors was also looking for more teachers. Um, so I got, uh, I actually had the opportunity to be an instructor at two different private uh, music academies. Um, and that was, so that's, and I've been continuing to do that for the past um, couple of years. Um, so that's been a really great opportunity as well. Um, 
Yeah, and then you did some kind of the just the fun things that the community college does. Oh yeah, does. yeah. So yeah, by Cecil College is um, is awesome, and we do um, fun community concerts uh, pretty often. Um, so there was lots of interesting and quirky, quirky and different <laughs> um, types of things that I had the opportunity to get involved with, and I. Um, have continued to keep on doing that even after um, leaving, um, even after graduating from there. Um, another good thing to do is uh, try and get involved in work study. Um, uh-huh, yes. And so what my class, most of us were involved in work study. So then when we all graduated, um, they needed more people to work. So I got rehired as a non-work study student, so as an actual employee. So now I'm also still involved in that way. So you're an ev- events manager? Yeah, that's. Sorts? I think that's technically my title. That's, it's, it it's, sounds very official. Yes, it does. Yeah, event manager, performance manager. Um, really what I do is I sell concessions and set up the stage and tell people where the bathroom is but (laughs) (laughs) so um, but hey i mean sometimes i do have things that are like are of slightly higher responsibility um but so what what has happened over your years in the community college was you said yes as often as possible and you didn't always get all excited about what you were being offered uh, but you said yes whenever you could. Yeah. And what that did is it kept opening doors and a pretty decent income stream for a college student. Yeah. I have not had a typical job since high school. Um, since college, I've just been gigging and doing random things like that. And even my even my my job job at the at the college is usually only weekends. So it's not like I'm going. It, it, yeah, it's different. It's different than a normal job, and it ends up being more confusing because I end up being a contractor, a private contractor in most places. So I have to do saving uh, for taxes and and stuff like that. So it makes it a little more confusing, but it's a lot more fun for me than I don't know working at a, a store or something, a retail store or something. Yeah, I mean better than our local Walmart or mcdonald's or sure i mean like there's that. there's definitely nothing wrong with that you, yeah. you, i just have, i'm lucky enough to have the opportunity to make money like this rather yeah. than than doing retail yeah. or something so you're building you're building experiences and all so yeah. which segues very nicely into managing finances as a community college and a university student yeah. and one of the things that um you kind of trained yourself well. You did some of the Seven Sisters financial literacy course, but mostly you've made your own financial plans really, really impressively. And so I was wondering if you could talk about how you do money. Yeah, sure. I did the financial literacy in my senior year, uh-huh. I think. Yeah. Um, everybody should take financial literacy. Um, and because it's practical. Um, I think it should be required. Um, it was definitely much more practical to me than, I don't know, calculus or something. Yes. <laughs> I don't need that to play music. But yeah, I mean, I pretty much learned what a budget was. And once I learned what a budget was, I made one and have tried to stick to that. So yeah, I mean, when, when, you, have, when you have income not coming 
from directly from an employer when you're being hired as a private contractor um they just give you the full amount of whatever you've earned and you have to save you have to take money out of that to save for taxes um maybe everybody knows that i don't know um but i yeah i certainly didn't um so i had to be told to to take to put aside money from each of my each of the checks that i get um so that i can pay my taxes um when that time comes um but yeah i mean for i imagine there are a lot of like apps and places other places that you can get budgets from but or budget ideas from but pretty much um i just use the notes app on my phone um and anytime i get a check i deposit the full check and figure out how much I need to put aside for whatever, for taxes and for anything else that I'm saving for, um, and then just assume that the rest is for spending. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't know, it's not, I don't really have any uh, masterful plan. I just decide what, how much of each check I'm going to put towards whatever I'm saving for at that time. Yeah, uh, you, you've shown me your your like you have a savings account and a checking account yeah and you've shown me i think especially in the savings account um in your in your notes mm -hmm. all right there's this much in this fund and there's this much in this fund like you have things broken down into categories yeah right and so you know you have money whether it's in the same uh, savings account or not mm -hmm. in your record keeping you have it broken down that you're saving for this or you're saving for that yeah. Yeah. and then you know in your checking account your um uh, thrifty spending sure so not the uh kind of college student that goes out and and parties it away and then doesn't have any left to buy gas with sure yeah yeah i mean i definitely try i don't always do that but yeah. but i do my best so yeah it's just a simple practical like college students need to know um that they can save money even in college and they can be organized with their spending and so the having the financial literacy course in high school was a good start oh yeah definitely that. and i mean it's not like uh, I mean, I don't get very big paychecks, so I don't have that much to put aside um, anyway, but even just saving, just putting aside a little bit, I always try to put like a set amount um, from each each check away um, for things that I'm saving for. Um, and it's not very much. It's a growing thing. Yeah. Yeah. So any other tips for young people going to community college i mean don't let anyone make fun of you for doing that i think that people want to people want to justify their own decisions all all the time um and often that's going to happen by them putting down what other people do other choices yeah, that other people yeah. make um so right now there's i mean there's sort of a stigma about going to community college rather than um four-year universities um but you can get just as much out of a two-year institution as you can from a four-year, especially if you don't know what you're going to do. Like, if you don't know what you're doing, I would not recommend going and spending tens of thousands of dollars 
um, or making your parents spend tens of thousands of dollars more accurately um, while you figure out what you want to do. Have them have them spend and you spend thou- just thousands of dollars uh, <laughs> while you figure out what you want to do. Yeah, and the, and the I think the networking and resume building that you got because you made the most out of that community college experience was worth every penny that was invested yeah. and, and and the awesome debt freeness of, of that part of your college Definitely. career was yeah. nice. So yeah. Yeah. All right. So I think we have wrapped that up. Cool. Sound good. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for having me. Yeah. So join us next time for the homeschool high school podcast brought to you by seven sisters, homeschool.com and the ultimate homeschool radio network. <laughs>